0: Hi there, project leaders, and welcome back to the Project Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Glatz. So recently, I've been working on cleaning up my email list and and putting some processes in place to make sure that I'm compliant with the General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR. And working on this behind the scenes, it really got me thinking about how to manage new standards and regulations on projects. So back when I was running projects in the oil and gas sector – One of the challenges that we faced was around keeping ourselves really up to date on both regulatory and client specifications and controlling the impact to our projects when a new one was released. So in this episode, I want to share about the process that we use to make this a little bit easier and to give you some ideas for some best practices to manage and control when new standards and regulations are released that affect your projects. So stay tuned, let me cue up the theme song. I'll be right back and we'll get to it. We have all felt the pain, the frustration, and the disappointment of a troubled or failed project at some point, either professionally or personally. So here's the big question. How are project professionals like us, who are eager, driven, and passionate about seeing our team succeed, How do we become true project leaders who consistently deliver successful projects that change the world? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Jennifer Glatz, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to the Project Leader Podcast. Welcome back. So, let me quickly walk you through the process that I was using when I was running projects in the oil and gas sector. So, what would happen every time that there was either a new regulatory standard or a new client specific specification that was issued is that this would be created in the client's document management system. So the very first step in our process was on the client side where they would record that that a new standard was available. And the way that we set it up was that every time there would be a new document or a new update in our client's document management system, we set it up so that our own document control received a notification. And we set up a document control matrix that made it really clear to our document control person of who they then need to send this standard to. So what would happen is our document control would receive a notification and then they would then send a notification to the one specific relevant engineering discipline lead, a specific person with CC to both the project engineer or coordinator and the PM. So our tactic here was to maintain that single point of contact throughout the whole system. So it would come into our our document control and then it would come specifically to the relevant engineering discipline lead. And what would then happen is our discipline lead would review that new standard and they would fill out a notice of assessment form. So it was a one page document where they would quickly summarize the change as well as they would do an assessment for the impact to the project for their specific discipline. So let's say, for example, it was an update to a standard for a centrifugal pump. This would go to the mechanical engineering discipline lead, and they would summarize what the impact would be in terms of the mechanical discipline. And once they went through that exercise, they would then forward this notice of assessment form to the project engineer which was me at the time and you know i would review and i would take a look and do my own assessment to see if there was also some impact for the other engineering disciplines so depending on what the standard update was and you know what the what the exact change was then i would forward it on to the other relevant discipline leads for them to kind of do this exercise as well and the idea here was that We wanted to make sure that all the disciplines had an opportunity to review so that we could collect what the total impact to the overall project would be before we sat down with a client to have a discussion about the impact, as well as to make our recommendation of what we thought that they should do. And then at this point, we integrated this process with our change management process. So that allowed us to document the either the approval or the rejection of this change and make sure that we update all of our project management plan documents accordingly if we decided to move forward. So I wanted to share this this process with you and also give you some highlights for best practices that you could use on your projects as well. So one of the things that really made this process successful for us is that we had one single point of contact or what we call a SPOC. Now, not a SPOC of live long and prosper. (laughs) So again, it stands for single point of contact. And so the first person that received the update notification was our document control. And then when it was passed to the relevant engineering discipline lead, that was only one person. So it was a single point of contact exchange. And so we continued that process throughout and the reason why this was so successful and so important was that it was really clear who was holding the ball in terms of the process. So there was no confusion about what desk it was on or who's going to do the next step in the process. So it was really clearly laid out. The other thing that helped us with this was, as I mentioned, that distribution matrix so that when it came into document control, that document controller knew by using this document um, distribution matrix which discipline lead descending to. So there was a coding system that we used to help make this process really, really clear, and it was tied directly to the numbering system of the standards and the numbering system of our engineering discipline leads as well. So we made that correlation in a just a really simple distribution matrix that made it really easy for our document control to know who to send it to. The other thing that was really helpful that I recommend as a best practice is to have a really robust notice of assessment process that includes a very simple template for your discipline leads or for your your group leads, whatever makes the most sense for you. And the more simple that you can make this template and more straightforward the process, the better it's going to be. So think about what is the minimum amount of information that you want your leads to fill out that's going to help you with the next step in the process and get that template in place. And it never hurts to just sit down for five minutes in your next team meeting to go through it with them, right? So that you can walk them through the the expectations on how they're supposed to use it. Last but not least, the best practice that I want to share with you is you need to make sure that this notice of assessment process and workflow is fully integrated with your change control process. So the moment that you have a a good understanding of what the impact is going to be on your project and you're kind of ready to sit down with your client and have those discussions, you wanna make sure that you initiate your change control process as well so that you're clearly documenting your client's decision. So whether they want to approve and move forward with the change or reject the change and and have your ducks in a row and all your documentation to, to document what the final decision was. So I wanted to share those, those four best practices with you. So let me just quickly recap what they are. So number one, you want to have a single point of contact or SPOC in each step of the process. Number two, you want to have some kind of distribution matrix so that your initial single point of contact knows who to send it to. The third best practice is having a robust notice of assessment process that includes a template that your team is really clear on how to use. And last but not least, you wanna make sure that this notice of assessment process is fully integrated with your change control process on your project so that you can make sure that you document the final decision and you update all of your project management plan documents accordingly. So I hope you found this helpful. I would love to hear your best practices around managing new standards and regulations on your projects. So you're welcome to share that with me inside the project leader community. So all you need to do is head to facebook.com slash groups slash project leader community. You can join us in there and start a conversation with me that way. And I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts on this. I'm sure that there's different nuances for every different industry. So I would love to hear your thoughts on which market segment you are in and what works best for you. So with that, I will close out this episode. It's been a pleasure and I look forward to catching you in the next one. Are you a project professional who is eager to kickstart your career in project management? Perhaps you've recently completed your education or credential, or maybe you're seeking a career change from a trade or engineering to get into project management. Or even if you're looking for a promotion into a project manager role and you're looking for some more information on how to reach that next step in your career, then I invite you to join my next live webinar on how to gain a positively unfair advantage in your project management job search. All you need to do is visit kwebinar, that's K for Kickstarter, webinar, dot Consulting. Pro, P-R-O, Collab, C-O-L-L-A-B, Consulting.com to join me on the next live webinar that's coming up. Looking forward to seeing you there.